Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Hey guys, and welcome to the J-Rod Concerts podcast. This is Jamie Rodriguez, your host of this and every episode. And guys, rock and roll will never die. That's why in times like these of COVID-19, where everything is off the rails a little bit, albums like Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Don, Dan the Torpedoes, or Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band's Born to Run fit in like a glove and will never go out of style. We're talking about anthemic sounds. We're talking about straight rock and roll that makes us feel alive, that makes us feel like we can do anything and that we can overcome any obstacle. And ladies and gentlemen, this is where our guests for today's show come in. We welcome a New Jersey rock institution, rock veterans, the Milwaukee's. Ladies and gentlemen, the Milwaukee's are releasing their sixth studio album, The Calling, on August 21st. Their first single, No Way Out, has been out now for a few weeks. It's a fantastic album, a fantastic single. It's basically rock and roll, no frills, no nothing, just guitars. Straight up rock and roll to your veins. The record was produced by Tom Vujor, and uh, it is just a fantastic, fantastic uh, album and return to form for this band that has not released new music since 2011, believe it or not, guys. So we are happy to have um, Dylan Clark, who's the uh, lead singer, guitarist, songwriter with us on the show. And a brief appearance from uh, lead guitarist Jeff Nordstedt. Uh, he had some technical difficulties, so his appearance was brief. But it was great to talk to Dylan and Jeff about the band's history, their influences, what the future brings for the band, and uh, how, what's kept them together for 20 years. A fantastic interview. We hope you guys enjoy it. And if you're new to the show, welcome. Uh, if you like what you hear, click subscribe. Give us five stars, write a review, all those little things really help us out, guys. And we welcome Dylan, we welcome Jeff, we welcome the Milwaukee's, and we welcome all of you to the J-Rod Concerts Podcast. If you want to find out more about the Milwaukee's, www.milwaukee's.com. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I, uh... Uh, you know, I'm just chilling. What about you? Good. Are we waiting for Jeff? Yeah, I think so. It's, okay. it's odd that I'm, I'm, I'm here before him, but, uh, cause I always have technical difficulties cause I'm terrible at this stuff. Really? But, um, yeah, I just, I just, just decided to do it on the phone. I bailed on the, I bailed on the, uh, on, on the computer thing. So it's easier for me this way, but, uh, yeah, Jeff will be here. Sure, for sure. Whatever works. So you're in Jersey, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where are you? Nice. Miami. Miami. Okay. What's it like down there? Well, Right now, it's crazy, right? With the, um, I guess, with the Corona thing. Um, yeah. I guess we were one of the first states that kind of opened. Yeah. And it's backfiring on us, I think. Yeah, it seemed like it was going to be all right there for a sec. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I mean, it's it's a big mystery because we got walloped early on, and now, I guess it's going pretty well. But you know, I, who knows? Like in a month, it could change. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It seems like every week something's different happening, right? It's, it's, <laughs> like, it's like, it, it's bizarre. I've stopped trying to uh, follow it or anything because I'm just accepting the fact that it's just going to be like this for a while. I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, 
I did just read like um, that the first event of, of 2021 was canceled, which was a little bit disheartening to hear. Oh. It was the Rose Bowl parade, I guess, in, uh, really? in LA. So it's like, okay, now we're reading about 2021. That sucks, you know? That totally sucks. And, you know, they, <laughs> who knows? I mean, maybe they were optimistic, but they could have been, I don't know. I, it's, I know that they're allowing, like in Korea, and obviously it's a different place, but I know that I, I saw something about they had fans in the, uh, at, the, at the baseball game. Uh, yeah. Which was nice. Which was nice to see, you know, for those for those people, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but you're smart about not not reading the news, man. It's it's almost like I, I did point? in the beginning. I did in the beginning, but I just bailed early on because it's just uh, not constructive. Exactly, exactly. You got to control your mind, you know, in this situation. Yeah, yeah. Cool, totally. man. Cool, yeah. dude. Nice, nice. Well, I've been listening to your new album for the past couple of days. What? A, great stuff man oh thank you thank you I yeah, appreciate yeah yeah that. absolutely yeah. absolutely cool. so you've been working on it for quite a lit for quite a bit right yeah yeah uh we've gone through uh some lineup change you know pat our old drummer who's on half of the tracks um right. on the record he him and his family moved to san diego in the middle of recording it so basically the story is you know we had most of the songs done and uh, we had to find a, a replacement drummer and rather than mm. just hire someone to finish it up we wanted to get a guy who, you know, was going to be a part of the band. Um, so that process took another couple of years. Um, really, we found Austin quick. But the way we are, we're kind of um, crazy about rehearsal and, and, and getting tight as a band, uh, especially yeah. before we went in and recorded the second half of the record. Yeah. Uh, so that's what kind of took so long, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. I've, I, sure. I've been telling people, look, it's, it's probably taken us just as long as every other record, about two and a half weeks. Um, <laughs> of actual recording, but just life and everything else and right. um, has come in the middle of it. But yeah, it's definitely. here now, you know, it's, it's strange to say, but it's, it, it's finished, you know? So, yeah. 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 No, I, I, and I do want to talk to you guys about it, but before we get to that, let me ask you um, before, and before Jeff arrives, let me yeah. ask you a little bit about your influences, right? Because yeah. I know your dad was a huge rock guy, but um, yeah. in, in your records, man, like it, it sounds so refreshing to hear some like just, rock and roll um so yeah. like, like, like just tell me about like some of the records that you heard like were you like a big tom petty guy maybe a bruce springsteen kind of guy um yeah i mean tom petty yes um of course uh springsteen it was, it's funny uh, since i am from jersey i sort of uh rejected it early on you know uh ah. i i, I kind of came to it a little bit later um but yeah he's definitely i mean uh, i've seen him a couple times we've we've uh you know the band we've met him a couple times him and his wife and they're really nice people. And um, so that kind of made it a little bit easier to get into his stuff because we kind of, you know, I don't know, um, you know, we met him a couple of times and, and, and hung out. But yeah, I mean, all the all the usuals, you know, you, you have, you know, um, Costello, Elvis Costello early on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, the Kinks, my father was a big fan of them. And just growing up, just uh, and then all the alternative music that happened uh, when I was younger. The, uh, you know, Dinosaur Jr. and, uh, you know, of course, Nirvana and Pearl Jam and all that washed over, I think, all of us. Um, yeah. And that's just the time that we grew up in. But, yeah, I would say pretty standard the, the music. I mean, my favorite band is Led Zeppelin, on, like, no no questions asked. So right. it's pretty it's pretty basic, really. But, um, but, yeah, all those other bands are in there. And, of course, you sprinkle in The Clash and all these other bands that you kind of... The cool thing about music is that, you know, there's so much to dive into. And, you know, people turn turn you on to different stuff at different times. So yeah. uh, I'm still yeah. getting into things, you know? Right. So, yeah. But it's amazing. Like you, you talk of Led Zeppelin. Um, the other day I was uh, just channel surfing and I came across that reunion show they had in London, like yeah. eight, nine years ago. Man, yeah. they still got it. Can you imagine if those people yeah. reunited? Like, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that just that being uh, the, the the singer there, I think uh, uh, Plant, he, you know, he, it must be murder for him to try to sing in that high register. So I think that, you know, <laughs> and I, and I, re I respect the fact that he just wants to kind of move on, you know, but, uh, but yeah, sure. what a band. I mean, just incredible. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, so tell me a little bit about your dad, um, Dylan, if you don't mind. Like, okay, so yeah. he was a big rock guy, um, yeah. but was he in, in, in the rock industry or like was no. he just a big, big rock fan? No, he's just a guy who kind of grew up in the time of, uh, you know, all the music, uh, Hendrix. And I mean, he gave me Axis Boldest Love when I was like 11 years old. And, um, you know, I always had Stones records. I remember listening to Some Girls. I think when I was a little kid, I had a little turntable. Nice. And I had uh, some girls. I had another side of Bob Dylan. Um, I had all these sort of oddity, uh, not not odd. I mean, odd for a kid, I guess. And those are the records that I just kind of had laying around. Um, he plays. I mean, he's better at. He's he's more of a good. Uh, and Jeff can attest to this. He's he's more of the guy at a party that grabs a ukulele. He's a handsome fellow that can play you any kind of song at a party, you know. And and uh, you know, all the ladies melt. I mean, he's one of those guys. Um, but no, he's not in the industry or nothing. You know, he uh, he worked in textiles, but uh, right. he's uh, he, and then he got into opera later on. I think when I was probably around 12 years old, he just dove into opera and then he had actually season tickets to the Metropolitan Opera. And nice. uh, we I mean, we used to rib him all the time because, I mean, we were like kids into rock and, you know, Def Leppard and all this stuff. And the next thing you know, you know, my father's blasting <laughs> Turandot throughout the house. So that that was sort of a big piece of my high school years is my friends coming over and going, what the hell's with your father? He's laying there listening <laughs> to this opera. Uh, Cause they fancied him to be like a cool guy, you know, but he just got he he went way. Yeah. He went way deep, but he's, he's back on the rock. He got, he recently uh, was telling me he got back into a lot of bands. Uh, you know, he, he was, he's a big fan of Ryan Adams. Um, and he, you know, Ryan Adams got him back into rock and roll a little bit. Um, so yeah, he's been listening to a lot of stuff, but, um, yeah, he's just always a musical guy. You know what I mean? Um, didn't yeah. do it as a, for a living. Um, but, uh, yeah, music was always around in my house for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm glad you brought Ryan Adams. I, I, I know he's been through some stuff. I don't want to get yeah. like, too deep into it, but yeah, we don't have to touch that. Yeah. No, 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 no. But, but let me just ask you like a general question. Do you think that like, do you think that like personal decisions should negate art in general uh no that but that's you know again without going too far into it yeah. if we're gonna if we're gonna do that i mean there's a no 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 whatever you there's feel a bunch of there's a there's a bunch of things we could say about uh led zeppelin that right now would would, uh, would negate their art or david bowie um and i think that um i, I don't know it's, it's it's a tough one you know because yeah. um, I, I certainly don't not enjoy somebody's art because of their personal life Right. Um, but that's me, you know, I, I you know, and I, I do respect people who, who uh, just can't stomach it. You know, that's, that's yeah. also their decision. You know, hey, they, they, look, nobody has to listen to Ryan Adams. You know, if you feel that it's, it's, you know, you, you know, so uh, that's where, that's where I'm at with that, you know. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Perfectly there. No, interesting. Um, tell me about, like, okay, so you're dad indoctrinated. You, you were like the cool kid in school. You had this band at 12 years old. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I was the cool kid in school. I don't know, man. Uh, Having a band at 12 playing uh, rock well, and roll, that's pretty dope. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think I just, um, I got lucky. Um, my good friends, um, uh, Dave and Scott, who we were, you know, went to elementary school together. Um, we just sorted, um, you know, my friend Scott just went out one day and impulsively um, had his dad get him a drum kit. And then he said, look, I, I got a drum kit it's up to you now you get it you know you're you have a guitar your dad's guitar you know i my dad had a little acoustic a, a guild old guild acoustic um but uh he uh 
did I lose the, uh, okay. Um, he said, um, you know, we got, you know, it's up to you. So I wound up getting an electric um, uh, for like eighth grade graduation. And uh, yeah. then we convinced our buddy Dave to get a, um, a base. So uh, that was mm. it. I mean, that, and then we just sort of tortured our parents, you know, my parents and Scott's parents for the next, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, five years, you know, before we went to college. That's 35 nice. years, really. Yeah, really. <laughs> ah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Well, Jeff, Jeff, that's, that, that's you. Jeff North said the, the guitar player just joined us, I, I, I suppose. Yes, that's me. Okay. Hey, yeah, how did you, how you, did you guess? How did, what, what, what tipped you off? Well, you know, we've been chatting here. We started a little early, so you know, yeah, just introducing okay. you to my audience. How are you doing, Jeff? Hello. Yeah, no, just getting a little bit into the background of Dylan and, and, and his dad, how he was like the cool guy, just introducing him to Zeppelin. Well, well most of us were playing with, you know, action figures and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, on the other hand, was being introduced to like, um, I don't know, Hank Williams. And uh, uh, there was a lot of country music in my house. I also had a guitar around the house since a very young age, but yeah, my dad yeah, did not sure. Sure. Uh, dig. It wasn't, it wasn't cool music there. Um, I sort of stole his guitar and did other things with it. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff, actually, okay, so, so I'm, gl I'm glad you're here. Let me, let me uh, go back to the beginning of the year. I'm curious about, you know, it's been a big year for you guys. You guys, you know, you guys are releasing your first album in quite, in quite a minute. Um, but tell me about 2020, you know, from the Milwaukee's perspective, like how has the year been for you guys, Jeff? Like starting in January with the expectations that you guys had and then, you know, March and onwards. Did I lose you guys? Uh, I'm here. You here? Yeah, I'm here. I can see. Yeah, I can see you, Dylan. Okay. Jeff, did we lose Jeff? Maybe. Maybe. All right. Well, okay. Do you want do you, do you want to answer that, yeah. Dylan? Yeah, I mean, look, I think everybody, we were all ready to go. We were like, you know, planning it out and seeing what we, uh, seeing what step was next, you know, um, and um, and then you know, like everybody else, I mean, this this whole thing kind of went down, and um, you know, as they say, it, it kind of is what it is. I mean, you know, in, in the position that we're in, it's it's okay. I mean, you know, we we will get back out there one day and play. Yeah. Um, you know, as long as we all stay healthy and everything's okay, and 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 I think it'll, it'll be okay. You know, it's it's a, it's a disappointment like anything else, but I mean, God, there's so many stories that you hear now of people uh, going through so much. So um, right. it kind of kind of feels silly to, uh, you know, I feel very privileged actually to still be uh, in a rock band and making music and still doing it. So um, so yeah, I you know I I uh, we will get back on, but yeah, there's a we're we're doing the the, the presser thing and talking to people about the record and and just sort of you know getting the word out there that we're back out it's been a while since we put something out so sure, uh, we're sure. excited you know yeah well was that period of dylan like you know late february march 6th 7th those like first 10 days when like when everyone realized what really was happening yeah what were you so doing I, um i was just going about normal stuff um uh, I was going about just normal life. Uh, in fact, uh, very close to when it shut down. I mean, remember they were shutting down uh, my kid's school, um, uh, I think it was March 13th, you know, that, that Friday. And uh, like a lot of people, I was just kind of confused. I didn't know what, what the heck was going on. I mean, you were hearing stuff about Italy, but, um, and then uh, I guess my cousin's, um, yeah. my cousin's uh, uh, brother is, a, is in the military. He was over in Korea. He was talking to us. Um, and yeah, so everybody I think was prepared for about a month or two of the shutdown. 
and then uh, then now we're in we're in. They knew it. They knew it before we did, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, and now we're in July, and there's no end in sight. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? You know. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just got to keep chugging through it, Dylan. Um, That's it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. One day at a time. You you got you have a great quote, Dylan. You, you once said, um, "I don't do autobiographical songs, right? I don't do songs about me per se. I like to hang in the character." And uh, we were just talking about people like Petty, Springsteen. They do this all the time. But, I, you know, since you're such a great songwriter and you do that, I've always wanted to Thank know, and, and, and my audience, how do you get into these deep spaces and, like, come out okay? You know, like mm -hmm. Angel with a Knife from The, the yeah. Stick Up or, yeah. or, or many yeah. examples, Darkness on the Edge of Town from Bruce. Like, how, how do you, how do you yeah. effectively yeah. do that? I've heard a couple of guys who write songs, a couple of girls who write songs talk about this. Um, uh, it's really the zone that I go into is sort of a zone of not really thinking. I sort of wait around uh, for, you know, some people call it the muse, whatever, to kind of arrive. Um, and then I kind of just um, uh, need, you know, need some alone time, uh, which is difficult in life sometimes to find uh, for me at this uh, moment in my life. But find some alone time and just kind of work it out and just sort of like not think, you know, I think Bob Dylan's thing that he said was about not thinking. Uh, is the key to it. And I, I really kind of agree with that. I mean, it, besides the homework that comes sometimes with, you know, filling in the blanks with the lyrics, that's more of a thinking thing. But the initial thing for me is just, you know, a couple of chords, a melody comes out, and then a couple of words will start coming out. And then it just kind of always flows. And I, I've luckily always had that ability since I was like 13. You know, I've just gone through different phases of things. And uh, I never really thought much about lyric writing or songs um, until they're done. And then they're done. And then um, my favorite thing, and I often say this, I like when people um, tell me what they think it's about, because mm. um, many times they're right. Um, <laughs> and, and, and it, you know, it occurs to me maybe what the song is about. So uh, that's the place yeah. I like to write in. And it, that's not every song, but that's the best ones. Very nice. Yeah. That's a good, uh, good quote there. Thanks for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when you guys started, late 80s, early 90s, obviously, you mentioned Pearl Jam, you mentioned, you know, all this, like, grunge was starting. It was, yeah. to, to some people, the best period in rock history, to some. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, you know, a lot has been said about rock is dead, right? So I feel like, yeah. I feel like, you know, when I talk to guests or whatever, I feel like whenever we talk about this, there's three schools of thought. Um, one, there's people who think rock is going to come back yeah. because uh, it's cyclical. And there's yeah. a hunger and, uh, and there's always been like a cycle and it'll come back. Uh, two, uh, something that our, our friend of the show, uh, Mark Goodman, the first of VJ from MTV, he, yeah. said, he, he, he says that a lot of the country that's coming up now is what rock was. And he mentions people like Jason Isbell or, yeah. um, or uh, who, who else am I missing? Uh, the new Margaret Price record is great. I've been yes. listening to that for the past yes, few days. Yes, yeah. like it's got a lot of the same elements. Kind of, uh, yeah. Butch Walker, Butch Walker. He's Butch Walker. Big champion. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, so, so some people think that. And then there's the Debbie Downers or some people who say, no, Rock is dead. Rock is dead. It's, it's, it's moved on. Where do you fall I don't in think it's, Yeah, I, I don't think it's dead. I just think it's just not as commercially big, you know, as it, as it once was. But then it's funny. I think when you look at um, – you know, if you do commercial, nobody sells records anymore, right? So we know that nobody sells millions of records anymore. Um, and I think that when you look at the billboard charts, even when rock was really, really big in the early 90s or really big that you think in the 80s, when you look at the top 40, it's all pop music. Yeah. Um, so the pop music has always been there. Um, but I think right now in the phase of where it's at, I think maybe the um, rap music is more of um, 
uh, uh, selling more at this moment. Um, but it's mm -hmm. also a new, it's, a, it's also a newer genre. I mean, you know, so, um, you know, um, but I, listen, I like, like you, I could reference uh, the band White Reaper. I've yeah. recently gone into them. Um, so, you know, there's just a ton of, I think, rock bands that are really, really good. They just um, maybe don't make the money that they used to or maybe have the, the fame um, that they used to have. But um, I, I always think as long as there's some instruments, um, there'll be kids. I mean, uh, you know, my son is eight and him and his, him and his two buddies bang around on stuff all the time because uh, they're just interested in it because it's just I think it's just something that for some people they're drawn to it, you know, and I don't think that's ever going to go away, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I love Jason Isbell, all those guys, Sturgill Simpson and all those, you know, country yeah. rock guys. Um, but I also like, you know, a lot of rock bands that are still doing it, like White Reaper and stuff like that. So there's a, just a ton of bands out there that are that are just putting out really good stuff. It's just it's just not as popular, you know, um, as it used to be. But maybe, hey, man, maybe the wave will come back, you know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, okay, let me ask you about a fun story. Is it true that you guys were banned from Canada at one point in your career? Like from touring in Canada? Or is that like... Sort of. I was jailed in Canada. Um, <laughs> for lying uh, there to... he is. Yeah. yeah. I'm here. I was hey, how, long, how long have you been here, Jeff? I, 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 I heard the whole is rock dead conversation. Okay, okay. Uh, perfect. Okay. So Jeff is back, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. He had a little... Tech, tech audio. Um, yeah, so I, I got thrown in jail um, and they told around the border around North Dakota and they told me that I was uh, banned from Canada and we wound up getting a lawyer years later because we maybe wanted a tour again. We just figured, and we were actually playing really good shows up in Canada and we love it up there. Um, in many ways, our Canadian shows were better than the American ones and, um, and um, we, um, we wanted a tour up there again. I think maybe Jeff had contacted a lawyer or something and the the lawyer basically said that's all bullshit. So uh, the, the story is so we could do a whole other podcast about just that story and how bizarre it was Really, um, of me getting jailed and then paying a judge in the middle of um, a mobile gas station. Um, so I don't know if we just got taken for a couple hundred bucks by some Mounties, but it's certainly possible. Oh my God. Yeah. That's a whole nother episode. Great. Um, yeah. Okay. I want to get to the new album in just a second, but I I want to, I want to ask you, I want to ask Jay, uh, Jeff, Really quickly, um, we, we just have to touch on it. Like, if maybe some people in my audience don't know that uh, one of your original members, uh, unfortunately, did uh, did pass away. Um, I just want to ask Jeff how he looks back at Dave Post. You once called him a spirit, the advanced spiritual animal. Uh, how do you remember to him today? And uh, just you know, give us a minute on on, on him. <laughs> did we lose Jeff again? think so oh, interesting hmm well, I'm sorry I'm sorry Dave I tried to get right. you out I of guess. this one yeah. <laughs> um yeah Dave was the original member of the band he's the guy who I started the band with um great guy he was a troubled guy you know um he uh a really good uh spirit one of my best friends growing up and um, really good friends my whole life. So um, it, it was really tough uh, to lose them. And, um, yeah. you know, um, those things, you know, I'll always, uh, no matter how troubled he was toward the end, I'll always miss that dude. We had a lot of laughs together. We created a band together, him along with Scott. There will yeah. always be something about those guys in particular um, where, um, you know, I get uh, choked up thinking about both of them, even though Scott's very much alive uh, and doing well. 
because we did it together, you know, as young kids. And, sure. um, and Scott still had jammed with us in the middle of us getting a new drummer and everything. Scott was still around during the sessions and stuff like that. So he's still in and around the band. Um, and uh, yeah, we, 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 we miss Dave. I mean, he, look, he could be a pain in the neck and I'm not going to deny that, but that dude was uh, a real funny guy, a great bass player and uh, a really good friend. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well said. Rest in peace. Um, Jeff, are yeah. you here? No. He just, okay. he just said, he texted me. He said he's bailing. He's, he's out. All right. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, send, send him our regards. I'm sorry that yeah. tech bailed us today. Yeah. Um, all right. L let's move on to the new album, Dylan. Thank you so much. Um, thanks for your time. It's your first album since 2011, like you said. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so you just said that the past nine years, stuff has come up, real life stuff, but you've replenished yeah. your energies. Uh, creatively, though, uh, these past nine years, uh, how have you grown as an artist? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to figure out, you know, I'm trying to figure out what it means to be a guy who is, um, you know, in his 40s that has a that has a family and, you know, still playing rock. And it's still like everybody else says it. It still feels the same to me. But um, but, um, you know, we don't tour as much now. Yeah. And uh, just trying to figure that all out, you know, um, uh, sometimes it can be confusing. Uh, but um, but look, I think that part of the, the thing about the, the, the title, The Calling, is that um, just coming to grips with the fact of, um, you know, regardless of whether or not uh, we make, you know, we, we ever made any money or, you know, sell millions of records. Um, this is something that we're called to do. And as I'm still called to write songs, I'm going to continue um, you know, as long as somebody will, uh, you know, let me, uh, I will, uh, record them and, and put them out into the world. And, um, and that's the place that I kind of got, you know, have, have gotten to. And, and listen, between now and the, the songs that are on this record and the songs from nine years ago, there, I got plenty of songs laying around that I yeah. may still do something with, uh, sometime on my own that kind of sound a little bit different than the band. And, um, you know, who knows, but I always have a batch, a bunch of songs laying around. It's just a matter of, what songs fit with the kind of vibe I wanted. I, I specifically wanted to go with a certain kind of vibe for this record. And that's yeah. what that kind of, you know, uh, that's, that's what wound up happening. Sure. Sure. Well, it, it came out great. Uh, no way out your first single Dylan, very yeah. timely message in, isn't it? Right. Especially with Corona. Yeah. I, I no, guess, yeah. you know, I, I guess for, for, for people, and the, the, this single is out now, so my audience can stream it now wherever, wherever you stream. The message is that it's up to us, the people to escape kind of like darkness that we're trapped within, yeah. like it's within ourselves, right? Um, tell us a little bit about this song. Um, well, I think, um, I, I was texting with my, my, it's funny, I was texting with my father. He said, uh, you know, give me that. He said, I can't understand your lyrics. Send me the lyrics. He's a big lyric guy. And I, I texted him the lyrics and he said, oh, this is great. And I said, yeah, it's sort of like a born or run kind of a song. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, lyric wise. And he said, yeah, yeah, he goes, I'm, I'm digging it. Cool. Um, so, yeah, that sort of was the thing about No Way Out. Well, you know, I kind of was deciding, well, okay, I had the line. I had um, probably that first pre-chorus line just kind of came out. But as far as the two verses, I had to sort of construct those and, and, and figure out what I wanted to say in those two verses. And it's basically about just following, you know, again, uh, uh, following a, a calling of some sort. And uh, uh, that might mean getting out of where you are. Or that may be escaping from where you are. That may be just within your own head. But um, there's definitely yeah. relief out there for people uh, if, you, if, you, uh, if you want it, if you make it happen. But no one's going to make it happen for you. And uh, that's sort of the thing, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and you came out with this song with the first lick on piano, right? Is that like a new, like a new thing? Yeah, we got, a, I got an upright um, when we moved into our house seven years ago. We moved out of our apartment and we moved into a house. 
and uh, I got an upright and um, I just started noodling around on it. Uh, my wife got me four piano lessons uh, for one of my birthdays and I, I'm not a lessons guy. So I went into the guy and I said, look, I'm, I'm not here to learn theory. And he said, listen, I'm just going to do four lessons of sort of theory to teach you how to construct chords. And so he taught me the way the piano works, which is fascinating to me. I never knew the way it worked. And so from there, I'm able to play sort of any chord. And uh, I'm, I'm really a crap piano player, but I'm good enough to write songs on the piano, which is all I am on a guitar either. I mean, I'm kind of a crap guitar player, but I, I just use it to write songs on. You know, which can, can you imagine? Can you imagine if you're a piano guy and like they they tell you to go to this uh, prepaid you know house and yeah. who's your client? You know, very 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 important, very talented, already recording artist. That's kind of petrifying. Sorry, it just yeah yeah no, I get it, I get it, I get it. No, cool, I, yeah. I don't think he thought of it that way, but uh, but you know whatever. I'm glad that I went. You know, I learned a, a little bit because it's been a good outlet for me um, yeah. to learn how to write song. You know, not learn, but. Um, for um, to spark melody ideas, you know, the piano, it's, it's, it's great for me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, that's awesome, Dylan. You've been so generous with your yeah. time. One more question about my favorite track. I think there's, there's a few, but I think stay gold sure. is my standout. Yeah. What a cool. gem, man. What a gem, what a gem Thank of you. a track. Uh, just uh, tell us about the composition of that track where the lyrics came about. Cause uh, that is a very special song. Yes. Um, that was one of the early ones. Um, I had that chorus. I had the stay goal, um, uh, state the stay goal chorus. I had it for a long time. Could not figure out how I was going to, again, support that chorus. What did that mean? You know, that was a, that happened to me a couple of times in this record. Yeah. Um, and it was really a song about, uh, in the end, again, just um, accepting, uh, just sort of these these moments that we have um, in life, and not not. Um, not taking it for granted and not, um, you know, uh, there's a, there, there's a, the, you know, um, there's a song by Rush called Time Stand Still. And yeah. I sort of leaned on that song a little bit as far as like a theme about, you know, um, just, you know, life in, in, in general and, and really appreciating uh, moments as, as much as you can because, you know, maybe because of Dave, maybe because of other things and, and uh, in my life that things that have happened, um, you know, I, 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 uh, I wanted to put out a message of just, you know, really hang on to, you know, try to stay young, you know, try to stay, um, you know, uh, you know, don't, don't take life too seriously if you can, if you can help it um, and try to have a good time because, um, you know, we, 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 we all kind of are young once and then we go older and, uh, and it's how you navigate that. Sometimes that could be uh, the difference between you having a, a happy life and, or, or maybe, or maybe falling into despair. I've seen a bunch of friends and uh, family do, and uh, you know, it's, it, it's tough and it's a struggle, you know, and I think everybody has different struggles. Um, I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones. I think, like you said about music, I've always had that as an outlet and uh, I'm real appreciative to, um, to do that. It's almost like free therapy. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you uh, like the song. I, I, anytime anybody tells me something like that, it's great because, you know, when you're writing these songs in your room, or wherever you write your songs, you just never know if anybody's going to hear them or like them. And so uh, to hear all this stuff is, is really great. And it's, it's gratifying. It's the reason that, uh, that we do it. And, I, and, and, and I'm sure everybody else does it, I hope. Um, uh, it's certainly the reason I do it. So I, I really appreciate you uh, kind of, you know, listening to the record, taking the time and, and listening to some tracks. And I hope you, uh, you know, uh, it continues to grow. And, uh, you know, uh, as I listen to records, sometimes I need to listen five times before like it all kind of comes together. You know what Those I mean? Those are the best records, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
so yeah, so I, again, I, I, um, I'm proud of the record that we did. I'm proud of the stuff that we did. And uh, uh, um, uh, whenever we're allowed to get back out there and play, we, we, we certainly will because we're a live band, we're a rock band, and that's what we like to do. Amazing. Dylan, yeah. that's a great Thanks. place to leave it. Super inspiring. I want to thank you so much. The Milwaukee's the new album, The Calling, out August 21st. Thank you so much for your time, Dylan. Thank you, my man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Take care. Take care. All right. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.